0: We are learning how to understand the will of God, and I'm emphasizing the fact that the will of God is something that we understand. It's not something that we just obey. That is important in Christianity, because people sometimes make the mistake of trying to live as if they are under the old covenant. They run up and down to prophets and say, prophet, what is the will of God concerning me? We have established the fact that God indeed has a will concerning each one of us. And there is a general will for everybody, and there is a specific will for each individual. What we're emphasizing now, we're we are answering the question, do we have to know the specific will for each person? What we're emphasizing that is that no. What we need is to allow the specific will of God for our lives to play itself out. The specific will of God works itself out. The Bible says that the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword. What that means is that the word of God... Can direct things, it is alive, it can move you to the left or move you to the right. And Solomon said that if you want that thing to happen to you, in all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make straight your paths, he will arrange things for you so that just walking on the straight and narrow way, you will find yourself in the very place where God ordained for you to be. So Paul said to us, which we have been reading in First Thessalonians chapter four, he said, This is the will of God, which is sanctification. And it began to explain what sanctification means. And so that's what I'm talking about. If we are going to allow this specific will of God to work out in our lives, what we need to do is to apply our hearts to sanctification in each thing that we do. As I was closing last time, I used an example of a man who may be doing business and his business is not doing well. And for that reason, he goes to a prophet, which is what we often do in these days. He goes to a prophet and says, what am I to do? And the prophet begins to tell him funny things. There are different kinds of prophets he's going to come across. The commonest ones are those who will start looking for who is to blame. Let me emphasize it again. Any prophet that's blaming somebody for your problems in your life, he knows you'd like to be deceived, so he's deceiving you. Both of you are deceived. A true prophet never blames other people. You go to a prophet, he says to you, the reason why you are having business problems is because your grandmother is a witch. That prophet is a liar. If you go to a, a prophet and it tells that the other people in the market they don't want you to succeed, that prophet is a liar. If that prophet comes to you and says that your wife has joined a coven is the reason why your business is not doing well, that prophet is a liar. Because the Bible makes this clear. If indeed you are a righteous man before God, you are a righteous woman, it says he prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. The prophecies of a man cannot inactivate the word of God, It cannot make the word of God of no effect. The word of God says to us clearly, He prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies, he says, if the ways of a man pleases the Lord, he makes even his enemies to be at peace with him. So, if your enemies are not compelled to be at peace with you, then your own ways are not pleasing the Lord. What does it mean for your enemies to be at peace with you? It means that even though they plot evil for you, only good comes to you. That's what it means. Even though they want to plan bad for you, they will experience the bad and not you. If they are able to scuttle your business, the problem is not with them. It is between you and your God. And a true prophet understands this. So a true prophet will tell you, My brother, what you are doing is not right. And that's what I'm talking about. So this man goes to the, to the prophet and says, since t- two years now, my business has not done well. I used to be very rich. I was, you know, making sales of over 50 million in a month and I was making good profit. But now things are so bad. What is the problem? If the prophet turns to you and says, look at your wife, he's lying. Look at your mother-in-law, she's lying. Look at your brother, he's lying. The prophet should point to you. And that's what I'm talking about. So what is the will of God concerning you? Paul said, this is the will of God. Sanctify your business. What does it mean to sanctify your business? Don't forget something. I'm assuming that you have undergone the general will of God for everybody. Because the general will of God is that everybody should be saved and come to the knowledge of truth. Don't go to a prophet unless you are ready to give your life to Christ. Otherwise, they will deceive you. You can't help but to be deceived. The reason is that that prophet himself is already deceived. Prophets who prophesy to those who are not born again, all right, and they are not calling them to repentance, are deceived people. They are in need for the money. They are all over the scriptures. They used to prophesy to a- a- King a- Ahab. You can find the story in 1 Kings chapter 22. What happened here was Ahab and Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat was a good man, but who was now joining himself to a bad man, Ahab? Ahab and Jehoshaphat, all right, they wanted to go to battle, and they said, "Let us inquire of the Lord." And then the prophets came, and they began to prophesy, saying to Ahab, don't worry, everything will go well with you. And, you know, Jehoshaphat was looking at them funny, that these prophets, they look awkward. He now said, let's get another prophet, all right, because being a good man, he knew that something was out of order. They got another prophet who was called Micaiah. He now told the truth, that this battle will go badly, and Ahab, you will not return from the battle. And Ahab said, okay, he said, what about all these other prophets who have been prophesying good? Now, that's the reason I'm telling the story. Micaiah said this was what happened because he saw a vision. He said he saw the good Lord, you know, the judge of the whole earth sitting down. And he asked the question, who will come and entice Ahab to go to Ramos Gilead that he might perish there? The reason is because Ahab was a sinner. In case you have forgotten, Ahab was the husband of Jezebel. Between the two of them, they did a lot of evil against God in Israel. You understand? Now, because of that, God said, I'm going to judge this man. I'm going to make sure he dies in this battle. He said, how do I entice him to go? He said, let prophets lie to him. So a lying spirit went to God and said, I will be a lying spirit in the mouth of his prophets. And they will prophesy what they think is true, but it will actually be a lie." When I say a prophet is false, it does not mean the prophet is not seeing the visions. He actually thinks he's telling the truth. But what makes a prophecy genuine or false is not whether the prophet saw the vision or not, it is whether the person who's receiving it has a heart of righteousness or he doesn't. Otherwise, that prophecy should be a prophecy calling you to repentance. Do you get the point I make? it very important to understand this. So you find out that what a man needs, actually, if he really wants to know the will of God, is not to go to a prophet. It's for him to sanctify. That's what we're talking about. You know the will of God when you walk in sanctification. So that man comes and says, my business has not been doing well. So if he came to a man like me and says, what is the will of God concerning me? I would say, your business sanctification. That is, do not defraud your neighbor. If you take goods on credit, all right? Pay the people as soon as the money comes in. If you tell somebody that look oh, give me this thing, as we sell it, I will take 5%, I'll give your money back. If the man agrees, as soon as we sell it, lodge his money into his account. That is what is called business sanctification. That's very important. Why are you doing business? Are you there telling lies to people? Because it is all the people that you cheated. They are the witches that are, in court against you. It is not your wife. Your wife can just be another woman. You know, I'm not saying your wife is good. I'm not saying she's bad. can just be another difficult person who you have not found accusation against. Most men who call their wives witches, the fact is that they have a girlfriend. Go and check it. He has many girlfriends. girlfriend. So he says, what is the will of God? You man, that business is failing. That's what I'm giving to you today as a true word of God. He said, this is the will of God, your sanctification. So he says to the man, stop committing adultery. That is all. Do these two things and pray to God and he will forgive you your sins and he will show you which direction to go so as to renew the power that is inside your business. Listen to me. Don't ever point fingers elsewhere. The will of God is not, should I buy yam or buy cocoa yam? The will of God is not, first of all, should I trade in cocoa or trade in coffee? The will of God is not first of all. Should I do um, print or do list as a as a trader? No. The will of God, first of all, is how do I treat my customers? The will of God, first of all, how do I deal with other people who are doing business with me? By the multitude of my merchandise, the Bible says, am I filling my heart with wickedness or am filling my heart with righteousness? What am I doing? Am, one, am I one that's quick to help other people? Am I one that is walking in righteousness towards his wife, towards his children, towards his brothers and sisters? That is what is called sanctification. Listen to me. That is all. The beginning and the end of the knowledge of the will of God that you need to have. When you have done this, listen, then other things that we call the specific and fine details of the will of God will start working themselves out of your life. The man that will bring you a business that you did not even know existed that will lift you up from the level of selling in thousands and millions to the level of dealing in hundreds of millions is about to come to your door to ask you for a favor. And it's why you are doing that man a favor, a great door will open unto you. I hope you've gotten the point I am making. You have just listened to a radio message by Pastor Banky. More of these and other messages are available from our website, kwm.com.ng. To contact us, write us at Sermons at gmail.com and do not forget to do your part in spreading the kingdom of God by sharing this message with someone else. Thank you for listening and may the fruit of this word blossom in your life.